Hey everyone, welcome to the AMSA Global Health Chat 2022. I'm your host Kevin, and unfortunately Meg won't be able to join us for this episode, so I'm joined by my good friends Ritabon. Hello. And Julia. Hey. To have a chat about medical school and our experiences so far. The general aim of this session is to just have a chill chat about how we're finding medical school so far, how things have changed through learning with COVID, as well as our general medical school experience. So sit back, relax and enjoy. I'll start off quickly just introducing my background. So I'm Kevin, I'm first year MD1 student at Flinders University and I did my undergrad also at Flinders University with a Bachelor of Clinical Sciences. I'm Rido. I'm an MD1 at Flinders University and I also did my undergrad here um, in a Bachelor of Clinical Sciences like Kev. Hi, I'm Julia and I'm on MD1 as well with Kevin and Rido. I'm originally from Melbourne and I graduated biomedicine from Melbourne University and I majored in neuroscience and I moved to Adelaide this year. Cool. So we'll just chat, have a chat about just how we found um, learning with COVID over the last two years. So how has sort of that experience with our coursework and course material being moved online? So Rito, how did you find that experience? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll set the scene. I mean, mm. I was 18. I moved out of the house um, at the start of the year mm-hmm. to, um, and went from Brisbane to Adelaide um, and expecting it to be a completely normal year. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we were at that phase where COVID was still a joke. Um, I remember going to a G- the GP clinic, like just before I left. Um, yeah. And I had a bit of a sore throat or something. And I remember the GP asking my dad and I, oh, you know, you haven't been to China recently, have you? <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and so COVID was a very distant thing and people just didn't realize that, you know, mm. it could have spread at all. And so, yeah, um, fast forward just a couple of weeks and, you know, places were closing down, unis, bars, shops, everything was closing down and um, borders were shutting. Mm -hmm. And it was at this point that, you know, my mum was like, you should, you know, figure out what's happening with your uni. Like, is everything going online? Mm -hmm. And I remember booking a flight home and just making it home in time um, before the borders shut like the next day. Mm. So yeah. Um, and yeah, all of our uni went online for the rest of that semester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So initially it wasn't too bad for me. Um, cause everyone was in the same boat. Um, my Brisbane friends and my Adelaide friends, we all had uni online. So yeah, it yeah. was just, we'd do some zoom calls and really I just liked having that extra time with my family cause mm. I didn't really want to move out. Um, Yeah, so, but then like a couple of weeks later, I started to get sick of my family. (laughs) Um, Seeing the same three people for weeks and weeks. Um, And then classes started to go online, uh, go in person. And, but for us, it wasn't really worth it. Um, Because only pracs would go in person and we only had pracs like once every three weeks. So it wasn't really worth going back for paying rent, cooking, doing Mm. chores and all that. Having said that, though, online pracs were an absolute no-go. Um, like, we'd, <laughs> like, we'd have to watch these 10-minute videos. I um, don't know if you remember, but, yeah. Kev, but like, yeah. Some um, demonstrator, he'd have, like, a GoPro strapped to <laughs> their head, <laughs> and we'd just watch them do, like, micro-pipetting or something. And I get that it's hard to 
to simulate pracs online. Mm. But at the end of the day, it was just objectively a really disengaging experience. Mm. Yeah, I mean, when you say disengaging experience, that sort of kind of summarizes how I felt that experience to be as well. So, mm. I mean, similar boat to you, I moved out um, originally from Melbourne to go to Adelaide Flinders University um, to study. And um, when COVID happened, you know, from my perspective, it didn't really quite make sense to be um, paying rent for online classes. So Mm. I moved back home during that incident, um, during that first lockdown COVID period. And I mean, disengaging experience, yes, definitely, because I found it to be quite challenging um, being engaged with school while also being um, in another state. And I mean, when you mentioned those GoPro lab videos, <laughs> oh my gosh, because just like having um, having those lab works and practicals being delivered in sort of an online setting just really wasn't that interesting. And I'm really someone who enjoys that hands-on aspect. So just having my... Um, in-person experiences being substituted to what could just amount to just video watching um, just really wasn't it. But mm. I mean, looking at the the positives of that aspect, um, I did spend a lot of good time with family. Um, <laughs> you said <laughs> kind of got sick of your family after a bit. Yeah. Maybe, maybe same here as well. But <laughs> <laughs> like I knew sort of um, moving out interstate whatnot that I wouldn't, um, have a lot of time to spend with my family. So, mm. I mean, that extra bonus time, I mean, it was a bonus to have spent some good quality time um, with family. Um, yeah, Julia, how did you find that last two years of COVID experience? Yeah, so I had a little bit of different experiences from you guys, Rita yeah. and Kevin, um, because when COVID came about, um, I was doing a research honours degree with an intention of going pursuing PhD. Um, so what happened was Melbourne had a hard lockdown around March, late March. And because of that, I didn't get to see my team. I didn't see my supervisors face to face after just like two more months in. Um, and I think work wise, it was quite all right because I was, I began my research a little earlier. So I had my data set and only thing I needed to do was, you know, just analyzing data reading more literature, putting things together and writing my paper. Um, Mm. So work wasn't affected, but I felt a bit disconnected in terms of um, not being able to see my colleagues, having that, you know, communication with my friends with at the lab. So Mm. I think that led to me losing motivation in research. Um, The degree and learning didn't really feel real. Mm. Mm. And there was also an aspect of financial challenges as well. So my parents were a little out of work for a couple of months. And so I was working um, part-time as a tutor and that was like around 20, 30 hours per week on top of like helping my dad's business. And that was just very overwhelming. So I think the increased workload also affected my learning a little bit. Mm, Um, Having said that though, there were a few positives because not because of the COVID itself, but um, I just had a good team and good caring supervisor. So we had a weekly meetup and regular emails, regular correspondence. So it kept me on track and like on schedule Mm. with my work. And we had a good research team as well. So despite the circumstances, we set up like a Zoom meeting where we have like fortnightly game nights. And we also had like weekly Friday lunches 
to learn healthy recipes from each other. Mm. So it was kind of like one person like leaves um, the recipe day and then we have all the ingredients with us and prepare meals together. Oh, kind of that's thing. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think with COVID, one thing that was nice was that was similar to Kevin, I got to bond with my family a little more. Mm. So like after dinner, we gather around the dinner table and we also like play games. I remember playing like Monopoly Deal, Spy <laughs> Big Four, mm, and like right. a lot of Korean traditional games like Kwatu and Dado. So I think there's like memories. Um, if it hadn't been those lockdown, perhaps it wouldn't been at, like as possible as mm, before. Mm, so yeah. maybe that's some positive yeah. that came out of it. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in terms of the negatives, though, I will say mm-hmm. losing motivation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's definitely a big one. Yeah, yeah. It's just when you see, uh, when everything goes online, it's just sort of, it feels so distant. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, it doesn't feel like you're doing a uni degree anymore. And mm. yeah, that's what led me to sort of lose motivation in general. Like, it didn't feel like I was doing med anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty much same experience. Like, when your uni experience sort of transforms to online modules, it's, yeah. I mean, not that, not that fun to begin yeah. with. Um, but yeah, Julia, as you were saying, like those opportunities where you um, get to do like Zoom calls and whatever yeah. with friends and whatnot, yeah. and play some like yeah. good party games. With yeah, you. That's yeah. Always that was great good. Fun. <laughs> always great fun. So I think it's really good that, I mean, so we had our challenges, but uh, for each of us, we were able to find just some positives um, throughout yeah. Yeah. Those, these last um, pretty tough two years. So okay, so now we're we're in Adelaide. Um, MG1. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> We've made it. Yeah. Um, so, um, but COVID is still somewhat present um, in our experiences so far. So, I mean, guys, how has, um, has, has things changed with COVID? I mean, has, have we been affected greatly through this, through this year so far? What do you reckon, Rito? Yeah, I'd say partially. I mean, definitely it's still had a significant impact. Um, at the start, I think... Yeah, we had uh, all our lectures are still online or most of them are still online. Um, And the ones, um, yeah, I mean, we have some classes at the end of the week. Um, We had this we have this interactive session. It's called TBL, team based learning. Um, And at the start of the year, that was still all online. Um, And it's not ideal when, you know, that is the one session of the week where, you know, we're actively engaging with the content and we're applying the skills that we've learned. So, but now it's a bit better. Um, it's more of a hybrid model. So we get to do um, some of our TBLs online. Um, half the cohort goes online. Half of them um, get to go in person, mm. which is good. Um, but it's still not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's still not ideal, but I mean, it's better because like now we have our practicals and our anatomy sessions which are in which are in person which is good yeah so yeah no longer are we doing professor gopro view <laughs> of, of what's happening yeah um yeah that's really good i mean just going in and like anatomy lab just checking things out and just getting that hands-on experience yeah um it's sort of it's helping to erase that sort of like oh i'm doing module uni online yeah. module unis and i'm actually I'm actually doing things in person, which is which is yeah. really good. Like I'm actually doing med. Yeah. 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 What do you reckon, Julia? Yeah, I agree too. I think what's really nice is that um, now that 
classes are going more in person, I'm get I'm seeing more of my friends and like I'm making more connections with like mm. the degree itself. Mm. Yeah. So having those um interactions with friends, I think that's really important for me to love the degree. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's a really positive thing coming yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, generally, just our our medical um, school experience so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so just how Flinders runs. Um, uh, the course so far we get tested sort of every week with um with an IRAT session so that's a just a short um quiz which we do on Fridays um part of it's part of our team-based um learning sort of session and so the way in which that would sort of structure is sort of we get lectures and content throughout Monday Tuesday Wednesday and we should or we need to know that content by that Friday <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so, I mean, just from speaking about my personal experience, it is quite tight. I mean, mm. we might get content which comes out on a Wednesday and be expected to know uh, a lot of that information by that Friday, Yeah, um, which can be uh, quite tough sometimes. Um, but we are supported. We do get um, peer teaching, peer learning um, videos and whatnot, which yeah. um, are done by... Uh, medical students a year above us which is which i've been finding really helpful same yeah Yeah. they're really helpful yeah really helpful yeah just sort of like a condensed look at the course um of the week's content which is just really good Mm -hmm. and i mean inevitably sort of like life things do get in the way like shopping (laughs) cooking and um whatnot and i mean like ideally it'd be great to have those monday tuesday wednesday thursday blocks just set to studying but i mean it doesn't always happen no (laughs) (laughs) yeah and yeah we do yeah we do try and um balance our time sort of in that aspect where we're we feel confident in our content by friday but Mm. i mean it doesn't always happen how are you finding that so far rito well i've tried to structure my week um as much as i can so usually monday tuesday wednesdays as the lectures are coming out i like to try and you know grasp whatever's been taught in them so usually i'll dedicate you know monday tuesday wednesday wednesday to um watching the lectures studying so whether that be flashcards or making notes or uh, making mind maps that sort of stuff mm-hmm. um i usually like to get that done earlier in the week that way like the thursday i can sort of go into the library and what you were saying julia before about like meeting with friends and mm-hmm. talking to them yeah. Um, I like to do a little bit of group, stu- group study mm. on Thursdays. Yeah. So just head into the library and then, you know, do questions with people or um, have a chat about the content with friends. Um, and then on Friday, because it's our TBL day, I just like mm. to, you know, uh, relax the morning of yeah. and then, yeah, get straight into it in the afternoon. And, yeah, my Sunday and Monday, I try and... Um, so Saturday I leave free for, you know, fun stuff, but so actually relaxing. Bit of R&R. And, yeah. Um, and then my Sunday and Monday is usually reserved for shopping and cooking and life things. And yes. that is the ideal schedule, yeah. right? <laughs> That's the ideal schedule. But this doesn't always happen and balancing time is like so hard. It's yeah. actually really hard because mm. um, I'm still figuring out how much time I should be spending with friends, how much time I should be spending studying and then balancing that on top of like extracurriculars and jobs. Um, yep. So yeah, it's it's a lot to think about and mm. it's hard because, you know, everyone likes to do things in different ways and it's up to you how much you really want to dedicate to certain things. Definitely. 
Um, and then on top of that, finding some me time <laughs> as well, because I really need some me time. Yeah. And yeah, because um, I don't know, um, like say you want to study Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, but sometimes, you know, I, I know like for us, sometimes, you know, one of our friends really wants is like maybe having a hard time or maybe they want to have a chat. And so you were meant to study, say, Tuesday night, yeah. but instead you end up chatting to them, making them feel a bit better and setting that time for them. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that <laughs> find that happening quite a yeah. lot. And so it's hard to sort of maintain that structure. And I think it's harder, especially because we live alone. So yeah, like living, yeah, it makes it a bit harder to um, stick to a schedule, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Julia? Um, for myself, so you guys covered a lot of the things. Um, yeah. I reckon for myself, I have a lot of working commitments during the week. So mm. usually like weekday afternoons are um, full of like tutoring commitments and mm. a lot of societies that I'm involved in so I don't get to study much in the afternoon so having said that what I try to do is watching my lectures live and making my notes right afterwards so that I can stay up to date kind of thing mm. and I also like to listen to my lectures like on the way to somewhere and like um, folding my laundry when I'm gymming so oh. I'm kind of incorporating learning as part of my regular schedule oh right so mm. um mm. That way I get to like um, revise, I suppose, yeah. in those like little segments. Yeah. Mm. And I think because I don't have much time, what I also like to do is just before I go to sleep, I look at my notes for like 15, 30 minutes mm. just to make sure that I am, you know, thoroughly revising things. Mm -hmm. And in the morning, I just check, like I wake up and check if I remember things kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like because there's so much content, I don't feel ready to, for my TBL by the Friday. Yeah. But mm. um, I, can, I try not to stress out too much for the TBL because I consider it as like a learning experience and a way to find out where I'm like, um, where is my area of improvement? How can yeah. I like apply this knowledge clinically? Mm. So Saturday actually is my um, study day kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So I, that's when I make my floor chart, I write a succinct summary and try to incorporate what I've learned in TBL to my knowledge, right. into my notes. Hmm. So that's how I like to study. So you're approaching our like Friday sort mm -hmm. of tests with a sort of growth mindset. And I think that's, yeah, yeah that's mm. really good because yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy to say like, oh, look, approach this um, with a growth mindset. But I mean, it's harder to actually look at that and implement. And I think... Um, those habits which you have so far are really good. Yeah. Um, personally, my habits are not the greatest, um, but I'm still learning, and it's yeah, it's, yeah there's nothing yeah. wrong with um, still getting things together, um, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I've been sort of flipping between summary notes, doing Anki, mm. doing flowcharts, trying to connect like different systems and whatnot as uh, revision techniques, um, and I'm sort of doing all three and trying to just see which one sticks with me the best yeah yeah, yeah. definitely now that we've just talked about uh how we've been finding just our general medical school experience a lot of questions that we get asked by um i mean friends from other courses is mm. probably <clears throat> the issue of of burnout um and yeah so for me and Rido so far 
um, just with the way our course is structured, so new content every week, sort of test on a Friday, that sort of thing, it does sometimes feel like we could be reaching close to that level just with that feeling of, oh, you always have to have your foot down on the pedal to um, just constantly learn new knowledge and not only learn but also revise previous weeks. But yeah. um, as Rido said before, we do try and space things out on weekends, um, sort of do some R&R, sort of <laughs> relax and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what about you, Julia? Yeah, um, for myself, I think having some time for myself is very important. Yeah. So I like to um, go to the gym regularly, as regularly as possible. Because mm. so, um, during the time, like, I mean, I mentioned that I watch my lectures during that time too. Yeah. But there's always this little segment where I finish a bit of yoga. And yeah. during that, I kind of feel much more relaxed. And mm. I don't, that's a way for me to um, reflect on my life as well. Like mm. during that piece. Yeah. Mm. Um, another thing is on like Saturday nights, I like mm. to watch some dramas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. what like keeps yep. me going as well. Yeah. Just having that relaxed moment with cooking my cooking some good food yeah eating them as i watch some good dramas or shows yeah yeah mm. same i think uh, like because we're so busy we've got lots of stuff going on definitely um yep. throughout the week i definitely need some me time yeah. Mm. yeah 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 i mean personally like that me time is important but a lot of the time mm -hmm. that me time is what you sacrifice first to yeah put it's everything so else yeah yeah mm. you, you just like oh me time is for me but i can sort of work things around that and that's just usually the first thing to go mm. yeah so yeah. personally for me as well it's just finding more time to sort of like put me first that's sort of like, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because usually if you got study you cut mm. down on me time or if there's a friend um and you, they want to hang then yeah, yeah you cut out on me time so yeah yeah, yeah. um i didn't mention it before but i think it's also important to study with like no, not study. Um, hang around with people. Yeah. Like, the mm. social time is really important. Yeah, so yeah. Just, like, reserving some time to eat dinners with people. And yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so another question that uh, we do get asked a bit about is sort of, like, um, imposter syndrome. So that entire yeah. concept surrounding that. And for, yeah, for me and Rido, like, we haven't really... Um, reached ward rounds or sort of rotations or that aspect so in a clinical setting so I mean for me personally I haven't really felt um, as bad imposter syndrome mm. um, yeah what, what about you Rido? yeah I think a similar thing um, I for me I just feel like you know right now since it's mainly academic content mm -hmm. um, I'm not at I haven't really faced anything that has made me feel that way but I think that definitely um, as the years progress, especially as we get into more clinical things and patient interactions, I will definitely feel that at some point. Mm. It's just, uh, it's more of a matter of time because I do, I am someone who like does um, feel a lot of self-doubt often. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, like when you're said, told to make diagnoses and things like that, I, I, will def I definitely see myself questioning myself a lot mm. because I'm really concerned that I'm just, when you've got a patient's life in yeah. your hands, you really want to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. I reckon for me, um, I do experience imposter syndrome here and there mm. because in like clinical skills and PBLs, you see a lot of people who are 
very professional at their history taking mm. and like perhaps because they have um prior degree in like nursing or dentistry things like that um and when i watch them it's really easy to feel like um like inadequate for mm. medical school or just like right. a little bit of doubts yeah yeah um having said that though i think seeing those things allow me to study harder and like prepare more for it mm -hmm. so it can mm. be a good motivator as well and yeah um i think what like what i try to do with this imposter syndrome is just to reflect on myself more and then kind of like telling myself that i'm good at certain things yeah um recognizing the um like recognizing the um achievements that i'm making like um you know just being in orchestra for the medical society or things yeah just like yeah just like your own personal like achievements and whatnot and like just trying to put things into perspective yeah that sort yeah. of thing right? yeah um, I think that's when like Mahamahara post actually comes in. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think some people might not agree with me, but yeah. it's actually a great um, way for me to reflect and then see like different sides of me. It's like, wait, looking at my different qualities of me as a medical doctor mm. and just seeing mm. that I can improve, what am I doing great at mm. and what can I, you know, do better? How can I learn from others? That kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. 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 And and just for context, so Mahara is sort of a system which uh, we use at Flinders Uni and it's sort of just it's sort of a journal system where we have nine learning outcomes and you can write just a weekly post um, which are seen by um, our learning coach supervisors and just we can just write some weekly posts about how we're doing, how we're traveling. So yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's great, Julie, that you're using that. Um, well, um, personally, I don't use it as often as I should be, but yeah, I mean, that ties also ties into that me time situation. So I think um, just that opportunity to reflect on yeah. those topics, those aspects is just really important as well. Yeah. 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 So thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, that's all that we have time for today. And Thanks for having us. Yeah, Thanks for having yeah. us. No worries. Um, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening as well. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed it, and we'll catch you in our next podcast. Thank you. Thank you.